Old Fashioned Football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get $100 free bet. Head over to the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of the SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Old-fashioned football. You make this deal right now, you pancake-eating mother... All right, deal! Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. I am Justin Mark. Find me on Twitter at jmarkfootball. And we are live this week from Yahats, Oregon. That's right. We were on vacation, but we didn't want to miss bringing you fantasy football auction content. We have a lot to talk about this episode. But before I continue, let me introduce you to my co-host, Miranda. You can find her on Twitter at jmarkswifeymer. How much are you in vacation mode right now? I'd say I'm six days in kind of vacation mode. (laughs) I'm super relaxed and really not willing to think about getting back to reality next week. It's been a really good time here. Um, But you, like you said, we have a lot to talk about this episode, but this environment that we're in right now is very different for us. And this town is still booming right now. (laughs) Yeah, definitely a different environment. We are sitting in an Airbnb at a little table. Um, so if the sound quality is a little different, maybe you'll hear some street vibes out there. But, you know, Yahats is a fun town. It's very laid back right on the ocean. I mean, it's um, got cool vibes here. Oh, absolutely. It's one of my favorite small towns on the Oregon coast. We've come here every time we've been here um, and we always love it here. Yeah. Yeah. It's an eclectic town and, and we're in Oregon to celebrate a, a big thing for us, our 10 year anniversary which means if you listen to our first episode, we talked about contracts. Um, that means Miranda's been playing contract fantasy football for at least 10 years. At least 10 years. <laughs> More than that. I can't remember for sure. I feel like we were in a contract league before we were married. We might have been. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're out here having some fun, but we wanted to bring you content still. Mm-hmm. And we got some other things to talk about. So because it's our 10-year... Yeah, we... we um Before we were in Yahats, I guess... One of our first nights out here, we were in Port Orford, and we stayed at this amazing loft above the Redfish restaurant, and we ate there, and they had Weller 12 at the bar, unopened, just nobody's tried it before, but it's (laughs) on their bar, and we decided for the heck of it, it was, we chose that night to be our anniversary dinner date night. Mm Mm-hmm. We got a pour of Weller 12. Yep, the Weller 12 year made by Buffalo Trace. Um, yeah, I, I asked the guy, I said, how much for a pour of that? Because I was curious. 
Um, and he said, I don't know, <laughs> which you would think they would know. Um, he said that, now this was according to the distributor, that Oregon only got five bottles of Weller 12-year, and they happened to get one of them. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's just what he told me. Um, but Weller 12 is a weeded bourbon. Um, it's a 12-year-old, obviously, aged longer than most weeded bourbons. And it's um, their website says it's smooth, easygoing, and balanced with a beautiful deep bronze color. And I have to agree 100% that it is smooth. Oh, absolutely. I We were saying like we could drink this like water. It is in no way a watered-down bourbon, but it is... It is just, it's easy drinking it was, and it yeah. was, it was really good. Now, if you look it up, it is a, um, it's a premium price for this mm-hmm. bourbon. You pay, you pay for that smoothness, but, oh, it was good. Um, I wouldn't mind owning a bottle of it someday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got a very, um, <laughs> you keep dreaming. <laughs> I just <laughs> caught what you said. <laughs> I, I got a very, I think we both agreed very oaky mm-hmm. and I guess oh, yeah. like when it's aged that long, that's only natural. It's going to pick up more of the oak flavor from the barrels. We both said many times that night, like how much the oak really came through. And I know that this is not going to land me a job at Weller 12, <laughs> but, or at Weller <laughs> for their Weller 12 whiskey. Um, but it was like you could have taken a clean, smooth sanded piece of oak and like i imagined that that's what it would be like tasting it <laughs> because there was that much oak and, th- and this also is making it sound really bad it was really good no it, it really was good <laughs> I, I think i think what we're trying to say is like just the pure oak mm-hmm. taste it was very pure in it. yeah and for so sure. a but, clean piece of wood <laughs> yeah but oh yeah it was so good um you know it, it makes sense why it costs what it does to me because mm-hmm. it was it was a great whiskey but um, yeah, we decided to get a pour of that. So, um, what else are we talking about today? Well, we, I wish we were drinking Weller 12 right now. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're not. Um, we really wanted to do, like, we were looking, we were in a liquor store and we were trying to find, like, a local bourbon or whiskey, but we also wanted it to be something that everyone has heard of. Um, we actually, it's not made in Oregon. Um, it is bottled here. In Mount Hood, but we went with Pendleton's Midnight Whiskey, so it's a Canadian whiskey, and that's what we're drinking tonight. We do not have this stuff with us to make an old-fashioned, so we're drinking it straight, but we're pretending that we're drinking this in an old-fashioned, so it's kind I of a I did have an old-fashioned at dinner right before this, so <laughs> I've already had my old-fashioned, and now I'm ready to just drink mm-hmm. my, my drink straight now. Yeah, but we'll talk, um, we'll talk more on the Pendleton Midnight later on in the show. Yeah, and keep listening because we do have an announcement coming up. Um, Mm -hmm. So you'll find out how you can potentially win a bottle of whiskey. Or if you're crazy and you don't like whiskey. No, I mean, just if you don't like whiskey, I don't know why you're listening to us. For all of our fantasy football auction knowledge, maybe. Oh, oh yeah, there's (laughs) that too. Um, But if if you don't like whiskey, we'll hook you up with some SGP merch, something like that. But keep listening for that. Keep listening because we had some questions submitted to us mm-hmm. that we're excited to get to in our mailroom. Yes, we finally get to do our mailroom segment. You guys came through for us. We're excited about it. Yep, keep sliding into the DMs. So today we're going to be talking about fantasy football auction prices for quarterbacks. So fantasy football auction values. And we're going to go over some of the top quarterbacks and give a, uh, a take on if we think it's too high 
or too low or just right. Um, just to kind of give you our opinion on, you know, where we're at on these guys. Um, but before we do that, uh, Miranda, wasn't there something you wanted to share? Oh, I knew you were not going to let me not say something. Um, so last week we talked about the 10 commandments of fantasy football for your auction draft. And Justin's fourth commandment was to draft your kicker and defense early. And I disagreed with this. I agreed with Justin's price points of a dollar for your kicker and never spend more than a dollar for your kicker and up to $5 max for me on defenses. So I agreed with his price points. I didn't agree with drafting them early and getting them out of the way. And for me, it's because like the people we're playing in our leagues with will bid you up on kickers and defenses. It's crazy. It frustrates me. But I was thinking about this because I'm going to be making our Ten Commandments board of all the Ten Commandments we went over in last week's episode. And I was thinking about how I disagreed with Justin on this. And I realized that when I what I considered early might not be what Justin is talking about because I think you're talking about like picking them first. Yeah. Like maybe your kicker or your defense is the first player like position you're putting up there. You're nominating to get them out of the way. And I have always done it like fourth or fifth, but that's still like early. I think you might be onto something there, at least in our leagues where we tend to have people who, will pay more than a dollar for a kicker and will bid outrageously on defenses. If you pick them first as your first and second positions that you're going to fill on your team, people still have all of their capital. They don't know where they're spending it. They haven't gotten their number one wide receiver or number one running back that like from what I've seen, other people go for those positions first to fill on their roster. Sure. Yeah. So if they have that capital, maybe they're not going to bid against me. So this year, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go with that strategy and see. And it all really just depends on the people in our leagues because so they pay for their kickers. <laughs> if you all heard that correctly, Miranda said I might be right. Might be. Put it on the calendar. <laughs> all right. Um, let's get into this. Yeah, then. let's jump into it. So without further ado, here's the fantasy football quarterback auction values First up, now, this is not considering a PPR or a, sorry, a super flex league. So keep in mind that your quarterbacks are going to be a higher premium in your super flex league. Uh, um, so we're just looking at standard, you know, one mm-hmm. quarterback leagues. First up, Josh Allen for the Bills. He's projected $33. 20, 2021, he finished with 417 fantasy points, which was good enough for first. That's 4,407 yards, 36 passing touchdowns, 15 interceptions. 763 rushing yards, quite a few for a quarterback, and six touchdowns. His 2022 projection is 374, so a little bit less, but still projected as the number one quarterback. Miranda, are you paying $33 for Josh Allen? This is difficult because I know that that's his value right now. That's what they have him ranked at. Um, I have a really hard time spending that much draft capital on a quarterback. I, it's just not something I've ever done. So talking about these higher dollar quarterbacks here, I'm going to struggle to agree. <laughs> um, for me, like I would spend, I would spend maybe over 20 for him. If, if it depends on how the rest of my team, how I have it planned out. I am somebody who will spend 60 and 70 on a top running back. So I'm not really going to want to spend 
the rest of the th- like $33 on a quarterback position and only be left with $100 left to fill out the rest of my yeah, roster. If, if you're starting clean with $200, $33 is a sixth of your budget. Mm-hmm. That's a big chunk. Um, however, I will say there are two quarterbacks I would spend over 24 and Josh Allen is yes. one of them. But if he's the first person nominated... I'm not doing it. No. I got to see how the rest of my team is stacking up. So I would need to have like my RB1, my wide receiver one, maybe a couple other positions kind of locks down. And then if I had the budget for it, I would make a run at Josh Allen. But I wouldn't I wouldn't put him out there as the first person and go ahead and spend a sixth of my budget without knowing what the rest of the team. I think I would be super up. anxiety for the rest of the draft. <laughs> Um, yeah, great quarterback. You know, yeah, I absolutely. Love, I love watching Josh if I Allen. could get him on my team, I want him on my team. Yeah. So there's an answer for you. I yeah. want I want Josh Allen as my quarterback. So if you can make it work in the budget, mm-hmm. you would spend the thirty three. If I can make it work, yes. Yeah, I'm in agreement with that. It's just making that work and still getting running backs and wide receivers you're happy about might be tough. Mm-hmm. So um, that's how we feel on Josh Allen. I think we're in agreement there. Next up, Justin Herbert is projected at $30, just three less. He finished second last year uh, with 395 points. He's projected a little lower with 365 this year, but that's still going to be good enough for second. Uh, last year, he had 5,014 yards, 38 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, same amount of interceptions as Josh Allen, but a, a lot more passing yards there. Only 302 rushing yards and three touchdowns. So what are you doing here? Justin Herbert is a stud, not because his name is Justin. Oh, come on. That's part of it. That's part of it. (laughs) And he has Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, even Eckler out in the backfield. But again, here I am (laughs) spending $30 on a quarterback. It really depends on how I have everything planned out. And I don't know. Would you take, if you could have Allen or Herbert at $30, who are you're going to go for Allen. I'm going to go for Allen because of the rushing upside. But if Allen's taken then, are you going to spend $30 if it can work into your budget for Herbert? I'm not. Um, you, you know, I, I, 302 yards seems like a, a good amount for a quarterback, especially one that's not known for his rushing. But if I'm going to be spending a premium on quarterback, I'm going to be um, going into a rushing quarterback. I, I was just going like to say they need to have some – like upside to them like they you know we the rushing the bonuses for spending that kind of money yeah absolutely and you know 38 passing touchdowns 5,000 yards that's great just the the guaranteed rushing floor isn't there for Herbert like it is for Josh Allen so Herbert's kind of a no for me all right so number three um we both we've we're in agreement on both so far correct Uh, yes yeah I think we are unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Number three is Patrick Mahomes for the Chiefs. He's projected $24 right now. In 2021, he finished fourth with 374 fantasy points. That's 4,839 passing yards, 37 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 381 rushing yards. Interesting to see that his rushing total is pretty close to Justin Herbert's because I would think Mahomes had more, but two rushing touchdowns. 2022 projections, a little bit less at 353, but that's projecting him as the third quarterback. Miranda, what are we doing here? I have always been a big Patrick Mahomes fan. Um, he's somebody that I've always tried to target in the past on my leagues if I could get him. But I don't know that this year I'm willing to pay $24 to get him. I am kind of waiting to see how he does without having Tyreek Hill on the team. 
I think he might take a step back this year. He is definitely like, I think he's still going to be a good quarterback. I'm not saying he's not going to be, but on many of his runaround scramble type moments, he found Tyree kill Tyree oh, kill sure. got open for him. And um, so he was able to throw to Hill. And I just think like without Tyree kill on that defenses are going to cover Travis Kelsey. And I just don't know that he's going to be able to find that opening when he's scrambling around on the field. <laughs> like he, like he had with um, Tyree kill. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and, this receiving core is led by Juju Smith-Schuster as their mm-hmm. number one wide receiver. That doesn't intimidate me if I'm a defense, right? Yeah. So I agree with you. Defenses load up on Travis Kelsey, and I, I don't think he's going to be able to shine as much as he has before. Um, now, let's say that you need your quarterback and Mahomes is at 15. Yeah. Would you take him there? Yeah, I was just I was just going to say, I'm not going to spend $24 of my budget on him. But if I can get a better deal on him, I I would still take him. See, and I wouldn't. Not this year. Um, I kinda, really? Yeah, I kind of agree with you that the regression is loading. And I think people have started to figure out Patrick Mahomes. We saw him get crushed a couple games last year. Um, and I think they're starting to figure him out a little bit. Defenses are knowing how to play against him. And, yeah, I'm, I'm fading Patrick Mahomes this year. Even if you could get him at a really good value. It'd have to be under $10. Under to 10 be honest. Yep. to be yeah. good. Okay. This could end up in our um, fantasy football worst or best calls at the end of the season. We'll just have to see. But that that's, that's how I personally feel about him right now. All right. Moving right along to number four, Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens is projected at $22. In 2021, he only played 12 games and finished with 252 fantasy points. That was 2,822 passing yards, 16 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 767 rushing yards, though, in just 12 games, and two rushing touchdowns. 2022, he's projected 353 points, which is good enough for fourth. Miranda, how do you feel about Lamar Jackson? So, as long as I could work it out, with my budget and my planning, he is a quarterback that I would pay over $20 for. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really just because of his rushing floor. His rushing floor alone hangs around RB3 flex numbers. So when you can add that on top of what you're getting for his quarterback passing yards and passing touchdowns, that's extremely valuable. Um, he did only play 12 games last year, but he's not had an injury. So he's not a player that I'm like staying away from because of injuries. Um, but again, spending more than $20 on a quarterback, you have to be able to work that into your budget. As long as I could make that work, yes. But I have to have my RB1, wide receiver one. Those positions have to already be filled for me. So if Lamar Jackson gets nominated first in our league, I'm not going to go after him once he gets up there. Yeah, he's one that I might make a run at, maybe. Um, But I would definitely take Josh Allen first. You know, I think Josh Allen, because Josh Allen's got that rushing upside, plus he's got a better arm than Lamar Jackson. But, 
No, I agree with you. Um, Lamar doesn't have a injury history. We did have a game two years ago that he missed a quarter because he had to go take a poop. But um, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> you remember that game when he like they showed him going into the locker room and then he came back and threw like two or three touchdowns and and he even put on his own Twitter that he didn't take a poop. Um, but, <laughs> but no, he did something. He did something. Yeah, like he magically got better um, somehow. But no, Lamar Jackson definitely with the, the the rushing ability. You know, I, I target rushing quarterbacks, so mm-hmm. um, Lamar Jackson's definitely one that I would look at. All right, number five, Kyler just got paid. Murray of the Arizona Cardinals, he's at nineteen dollars. Twenty twenty one, he finished tenth overall with three hundred and ten fantasy points. That's three thousand seven hundred eighty seven yards, twenty four touchdowns, ten interceptions, four hundred twenty three rushing yards, and five touchdowns. He only played in fourteen games, but fourteen out of seven. That's or 17, sorry, still not too bad. Um, 2022 projections, 345 fantasy points, which would project him as fifth. Miranda, how do you feel about Kyler just got paid Murray? I I don't, I'm not going to target him at all. I'm staying away from him, if I'm being honest. Um, his receiving core is questionable right now with Hopkins out six games. Christian Kirk is gone. They have A.J. Green, which... I feel like AJ Green was fresh back when we first started <laughs> our auction draft. So he's way past his prime. Um, they do have Marquise Brown, who showed promise in Baltimore. But you have to think there's a reason the Ravens felt okay moving on from him. Also, did you know that Murray's new contract requires him to do four hours of film study a week? Isn't that, that's ridiculous. Like... Shouldn't that be a given? Why did they have to put that in his contract? So I just, you know, with them not having Hopkins right away, Kirk being gone and the odd stuff in his contract, I just, there's some red flags there and I don't want to pay $19. I also don't know that I agree that he's fifth ranked. Um, I, I'm just not seeing it. Yeah. He's definitely not my projected fifth ranked quarterback either. Um, this one just feels off. $19 feels off for him. Um, 10 to 12 range, I would think is more of where you would see Kyler Murray going. I don't, you know, I'm trying to think of our leagues and I don't think of any league where I can see Kyler Murray getting $19. Uh -uh. So, um, this projection feels off, you know, watch your leagues, but I wouldn't pay 19 for him. I don't think you should either. Unless there's something I'm missing with him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like I just. Well, and James Conner took a lot of the red zone touchdowns mm-hmm. as well. So they ran a lot of those. So, um, you know, they, I just, I don't see it. I, I don't see Kyler Murray being a fifth ranked either. I don't see him being worth $19. Um, and, I, you know, I'm just out on Kyler Murray altogether after after everything that's come out about how he didn't even know if he wanted to play this year because he might want to go play baseball and mm-hmm. and then the 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 film study and the contract like you mentioned like th- there's just too much going on there um it's too many distractions so um he's a no-go for me all right we are halfway through our quarterbacks so why don't we take a little break pay some bills and then come back and talk about our whiskey 
Let's talk about WinBet. Are you thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. And if you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E to claim your free bet today. Offer subject change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough at winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And make sure to join our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. I'm using it right now. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know what's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to IPVanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot SGP. Let me ask you a question. Have you checked out Odds Trader? If you said no... Ask yourself why not. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books, so you know you are getting the best deal. You can even compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from Sportsbook to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and protected projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. Why would you not want to use this? You can use it for handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores and bet tracking, player statistics, key game statistics, projected game day weather, bet trackers that allow you to keep records of all your games and your betting activity. Why are you not on there yet? Why are you not checking it out? Do it now. Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. And we're back. Uh, we got five quarterbacks down. We got five quarterbacks to go. But first, I think we're going to talk a little Pendleton. Miranda, um, you want to tell us a little bit about Pendleton? Yeah, well, Pendleton Midnight. Midnight, sorry. <laughs> okay, so that is what we're drinking today. And I did not know this until we looked this up. So I knew that Pendleton was bottled in Mount Hood, Oregon. Uh, it's Canadian whiskey because they distill it in Canada, but then it comes back to Oregon, to Mount Hood, Oregon, and it's bottled there. Um, and that's kind of why, like, we wanted a local whiskey to drink tonight, but I mean, it's at least bottled here, so that's what we were going with. But after reading up on it, um, I found that their Pendleton Midnight is made with pure glacier-fed spring water from Oregon's Mount Hood, which I think is awesome. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So, Pendleton Midnight thrills the senses with a complex taste and exceptionally smooth finish that is begging to be explored. <laughs> okay, so that apparently you should be getting um, it's complex, fruit forward, hints of leather um, or notes of leather and warm spices um, that just provide a full-bodied, authentic flavor. Um, yeah, I definitely get kind of the leather from it. Um, it's, you didn't before. I didn't before. Found you, out. That's true. Before you <laughs> before you said that, I didn't. But afterwards, it's like that's exactly what I feel like is um, kind of just hanging in my mouth right now. It's kind of not in a bad way though. You know mm-hmm. when you smell like new leather and it's like, oh, that smells good. Like that's kind of what I never wanted to drink new leather. No. <laughs> But when you smell something, you know, you kind of get the taste in your mouth. If you take a deep, deep whiff of it, I guess, um, I kind of get that. And that's kind of what I feel. Yeah. When I, so again, I will never get hired by a bourbon (laughs) or a whiskey company to give the first impressions of their whiskeys because I tasted it and it reminded me of something I drank in college and I can't remember what it was. So all I can think about is college when I taste this and I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Um, it also, I'm, I'm a very big like glass person, even when it comes down to even my coffee, the, the glass you choose is like everything. And it's like a whole mood for me. So we don't have any fancy glass that I can drink this out of. And I feel like these plastic bottles. No, they're not doing it for me. (laughs) So I have to get over that. Um, I do like it. So I don't, I'm not a huge fan of regular Pendleton whiskey. Um, it's just not my favorite, but I can drink this. This is, it is smooth. And the burn is what's interesting to me on this because it's like in your mouth more, more like forward and not toward, not in your throat. It's not, doesn't burn your throat going down. It stays in your, the burn stays in your mouth and that's, interesting like are you getting that yeah no i agree it's like on almost the tip of the tongue yeah you feel the burn there mm -hmm. but when you when you drink it there's nothing that hits the back of the throat like it like a rough whiskey or anything no it is very smooth Mm -hmm. i do like it i know everything i just like (laughs) probably sounds like i hate it no i do like it um hey some people would love to go back to their college days you know (laughs) so um maybe this is what you need to take you back to your college days All right, let's get back to our quarterbacks. We are at number six, which is Jalen Hurts. Justin, what do you have for us? Yeah, so Hurts for the Eagles, um, Sean's Eagles, of course. He's projected $17 right now. In 2021, he finished ninth with 321 fantasy points, 3,144 passing yards, 16 touchdowns, nine interceptions, 784 rushing yards in only 15 games, and double-digit rushing touchdowns. So Mm -hmm. obviously... His rushing upside is huge. 2022, he's projected as the sixth-ranked quarterback at 344.2 fantasy points. Miranda, what do you think of Jalen Hurts? He is another player whose rushing floor is phenomenal. Um, just the 10 <laughs> rushing touchdowns last year. This is the $17. I think the 17 is good value for him. This is mm-hmm. where I'm at when I'm in my, like, planning out my budget. This is my budget for quarterbacks. Um, I'm targeting, I'm happy as long as I get top 10 and I try to get a rushing quarterback. Um, I think Jalen Hurts at 17 is great value. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I would actually even, um, I'd pay more for Hertz, if I'm being honest. 17 isn't high enough. I'd pay up to 20. I'd get close to Lamar Jackson numbers because I think uh, uh, as far as a rushing floor, they're very similar. And as far as passing, um, you know, a lot of people will discredit Jalen Hurts' passing, but a lot of people have discredited Lamar Jackson's passing as well. So, to me, um, yeah, with the addition of A.J. Brown, give me Hurts at 17. I'd pay up to 20 for him. Well, let's not tell everybody in all of our leagues that we'll pay $20 (laughs) for him because this is my budget quarterback. Like, this is my level. I know, like... You're you're gonna get people to bid him up now. You're gonna you're gonna have to outbid me. Um, he is one of my keepers in one of our leagues. So sorry. Um, I have him at five dollars. So excellent value, of course. Yes, it is. <laughs> Rub it in. Yeah. Um, you, you know, and this is one of those deals. If if I have my RB one, wide receiver one, and maybe a couple other pieces, that's when I would probably go the whole. Well, I've talked about it before. My whole eh, one more dollar on Jalen Hurts and, and keep bidding on him. Um, there are questions about his NFL talent. Like I said, I don't question them. He can throw the ball. He can run the ball. I'm all in on Hertz this year. I think he's finishing as a top five quarterback. We'll see if you're correct. <laughs> we will. All right. Moving on to number seven, who is Joe Burrow. Smoking Joe of the Cincinnati Bengals. $13 projection is 21 21- 2021 score sorry the whiskey always starts hitting right about here you <laughs> right can just about tell the halfway point <laughs> yep a little after halfway that whiskey starts hitting um he finished eighth in 2021 with 328 fantasy points he's projected 329 one more fantasy football point than last year um but projected the seventh uh so last year he had 4600 yards 34 touchdowns 14 interceptions and then just 118 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns miranda how do you feel about joe burrow Thirteen dollars is another. This is another one I agree with. I agree. It that feels right for him. Again, a budget quarterback for me. <laughs> um, he had an incredible year last year. A lot of that was attributed to Jamar Chase's amazing rookie campaign. But we don't know. Like, is he going to be as effective this year? Like, and I'm talking about Chase. <laughs> um, now that other teams have game tape on him and they can focus on him, they can play better defense against him oh, so sure. um but even that if if more teams are paying attention to chase burrow has other talented receivers and higgins and boyd um i would not pay more like upwards towards 20 for him 13 sure. i think is right on the money yeah no that i agree I, I'm, I'm sensing the pattern here is that the high dollar guys we think are too too much the the mid range we're we're pretty good on. Um, it'll be interesting to see if the low range if we both feel that it's too low. Um, but yeah, no, no, I agree. Thirteen dollars seems fair um, for Burrow. It, I'd like to get him at ten if I'm being honest. Ten dollars well, seems like the perfect. Who wouldn't want to get any player lower? <laughs> no, I know that, but I think I think ten dollars is maybe where I would say hey, I'm gonna wait. And, and maybe take so it. if he went for 13 if you if he's at 12 and you could get him for 13 you draw the line at 10 i think i might i think i might for burrow um again it's the rushing thing i like rushing quarterbacks so if he i'm skipping has out on some rushing though. a little bit but you it's know, not comparable to lamar jackson no it, or anything so like that i, I think but. i think at 13 
um, you know, if he goes over 10 for me, I think I'm going to save my money and spend the five or six I'll need for a guy like Justin Fields for the Bears, who, <laughs> of course, a homer, a homer pick here taking Fields, but he can run. Yeah. So um, that, that's just kind of what I mean by that. I think 13 is good price for him, but for me personally, I think 10 is where I stop it. All right, number eight, Tom Brady, Tampa Tom, who's projected $10. 2021, he finished as the third-ranked quarterback with 386 fantasy points, 5,316 yards, 43 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 81 rushing yards, pretty good for an old man, and two rushing touchdowns. In 2022, he's projected 322 fantasy points, which has him at ninth-ranked quarterback. Uh, Miranda, what do you think about Terrific Tom? It's not hard for me to say that the, that $10 is too low. It's Tom freaking Brady. And you just got done saying he finished third last year. Mm-hmm. How long has he been at it? And he is like, yes, he's older. But every year he throws a bunch of yards, a bunch of touchdowns. He does some quarterback sneaks at the goal line to get some touchdowns too. Mm-hmm. Um, he is consistent and Every year, he's consistently looking younger. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. It's crazy. Um, I'm not even really a Brady fan, to be honest. But the accomplish- accomplishments he's made, the success even after leaving New England, I was one of those people that said, mm-hmm. Tom Brady's a system quarterback. He's not going to succeed he proved you when wrong. he leaves. He did prove me wrong. So Brady's never a bad choice to mm-hmm. draft. And $10 does seem on the cheaper it side. Does. He is somebody who, for me, like I... I want to find a more rushing quarterback. Sure, yeah. However, I would put him at the 13 to $15. I wouldn't spend $20 on him, mm-hmm. but he is in that mid-range for me. And, and, and I get it. No Gronk, right? Yet. We'll see. <laughs> I have, I'm yeah. betting Gronk yep. comes back. Yep. But Mike Evans, mm-hmm. stud. Chris Godwin, when he comes back from his injury, they don't know if he'll be ready week one, but when he comes back, mm-hmm. stud. Uh, they just signed Julio Jones last yeah. week, who maybe passed his prime, but he's been he, a stud. Tom Brady has an arsenal of weapons. Yeah, and yeah, I just that's just gonna help him. They yep. they are and oh, their mm-hmm. best signing so far this off season. One I am extremely excited about. I've even picked him up in some best ball drafts. Don't laugh, but the new rob gronkowski bug howard of the usfl yes <laughs> yes bug is now a buccaneer yes with brady yeah he has Give, we we followed bug and yep. during the usfl season that was your favorite player i did steal him from you, you in our did. usfl you draft did. <laughs> um, and he did well for you he did yes he yeah. did so i am excited i'm looking forward to seeing him play in the nfl get, get ready for the brady to bug Brady the bug. There it is. <laughs> so, yeah, $10. Uh, we both think that's an excellent price. We would probably both pay a little bit more because mm-hmm. it's Tom Brady. I mean, he proves people He's wrong not gonna every fail. year. He's no. not going to fail. And after he retired, then came out of retirement, this may truly be his last year. Who knows? But if it's truly his last year, do you think he's going to go out sucking? No. No. Not Tom so Brady. So I just get him banking on the fact that if it is his last year, it's going to be a stellar year for him. Absolutely. I agree. Get Tom Brady. All right. We're on to number nine. And this one surprised me a little bit. We got Trey Lance for the 49ers at $9. Now, 2021 score, he didn't um, start. Mm-mm. 
your your ex boyfriend Jimmy G did, <laughs> um, and he had two hundred thirty nine and a half fantasy points. Trey Lance's twenty twenty two projections are three hundred twenty eight point seven, which has him eighth above Tom Brady, which is insane to me. Miranda, what do you think on this? Honestly, I I'm surprised by this too, and I don't know if I would pay nine dollars for him, and I'll tell you why. I haven't seen enough to sell me on his ability to succeed in the NFL. And do we, like, we don't know. Do we have an all-star dual threat quarterback who is going to rack up a bunch of points throwing and rushing? Or do we have a guy that's just going to get rushing yards and struggle in the passing game and eventually get benched or hurt? Um, The 49ers, they gave up a lot for Lance, but with Jimmy G previously leading this team to winning seasons... And still on the team as of this recording. He's still there. Like, despite all the trade talks that we've heard, do you really think that Lance's leash is all that long? Uh, You know, I see Shanahan as a guy who won't let Lance make a lot of mistakes before he puts Jimmy G in for him. You know, so are, are we looking at the next player to make the jump from the small school or is he more of a Carson Wentz that can run a little better? And, and I, I know Carson Wentz had success. I get that, but he just, he couldn't, it seems like he can't take the, the big NFL sized guys hitting him because he's hurt all the time. And so, you know, is that what we're going to get with Lance? Lance has, ha- has had a season of study, of course. Um, and he has a little bit of gameplay. They threw him in there for some plays under his belt, but I haven't seen enough either from him. Um, sorry, 49ers fans. You can have him. I am not paying $9. I guess Nick is getting him this year. Yep. <laughs> Mr. Fortune, our buddy, he can have him. All right, moving on to number 10, Russell Wilson of the Denver Broncos now, which is weird to see. At $9, 2021, he finished 16th with 248 fantasy points. He only played in 14 games. But 3,113 yards, 25 passing touchdowns, 6 interceptions, 183 rushing yards, and 2 rushing touchdowns. 2022, his projection on the new team of the Broncos is 321, which slots him right in around 10th, um, the 10th fantasy football quarterback. Miranda, what do you think about Russell Wilson? I'm actually excited to see what he's going to do this year. Um, and it's it's Russell Wilson. I guess I've just been a fan of Russell Wilson. I think... I would take a gamble on it. I think I would do it. I really? I'd pay the nine and um, just see see what this year's going to be for him. I think he's going to do good in Denver. Do you? See, see I'm not as sold on him. Um, I, yeah, he's had some success in the past. He, I just feel like he, maybe he's slipped a little bit, and maybe it was the culture in Seattle. Maybe he just needed out of there. That's very possible. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, he's got some talented receivers in Denver with Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, um, I did just today, as of this recording, K.J. Hamler tore his ACL. It's the third Broncos receiver to tear their ACL in three years in a row. So he's out. But, um, you know, is it really a better setup than what he had with D.K. Metcalf and Tyler Lockett in Seattle? That's that's what I would say. And I would say, you know, his run game is better in Denver, for sure. And that can affect your fantasy mm-hmm. in a good way because of off a of play action or defense is king in the run or in a bad way if they're getting a lot of red zone rushing touchdowns. So for me, I, I'm staying away. Russell Wilson's another one I'm staying away from. Um, so you, Miranda, you can have Russell yeah, Wilson. I'll I'm staying him. away from him. 
All right, we decided to throw two more in just in case you're in a 12-team league, and because we're nice like that, or maybe it's the whiskey. I don't know. <laughs> Number 11 is Matt Stafford for the Rams. $9 is his projected rate. 2021 score, 346 fantasy points, which was good enough for fifth. That's 4,886 passing yards, 41 touchdowns, 17 interceptions, and just 43 rushing yards. His 2022 projection is 315 fantasy points, which has him slotted at 12th. Miranda, how do you feel about Matt Stafford? Well, if I'm planning on spending $9 on Trey Lance or Matt Stafford, I don't like Stafford, and that's just, you know, my hatred for the Lions. But anyway, (laughs) um, not that he's on the Lions anymore. Um, But I I think I'm taking him. With Cooper Cup and now Allen Robinson as well, I think that gives him more upside. Um, Stafford for years was a viable fantasy quarterback who didn't win many games, but he threw the ball a bajillion times. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, I agree here. Um, Gosh, I still can remember the game that Matt Stafford for the Lions threw an interception and – he was mad about it and decided to attack one of the Bears players. Um, and he went after f- like five foot eight. Uh, I think his name was DJ Moore, not the receiver for the Panthers. Now it was a cornerback or safety we had. But oh man, I was just so like, oh, pick on the smallest guy on the field, huh? Stafford, tough guy. I haven't liked him since then. I didn't like him very much to begin with because he was a Lions, but. Um, but if he can win your fantasy football league for you. Right. You have to try to put that bias aside. And $9 for Stafford. I mean, he finished fifth last year. I don't see. I, I know they might want to run the ball a little bit more because Cam Akers is supposed to be healthy. But I don't see him taking a step back to the 12th ranked or 11th ranked. He's still probably a top 10 quarterback. So $9, um, you know, kind of a lower amount for the the top guys we've seen. I think it's worth it. Yeah, and like you said, you think he's probably still a top 10 quarterback, and that is like my goal is to get one of those top 10 quarterbacks value. I look for the value there. I don't really overspend unless I need to. Um, But, yeah, I think he if if everyone else was gone from the top – 10 that we talked about i think i would go for him yeah i mean if you can get a premium running back a premium wide receiver and then only add stafford for nine dollars that definitely seems worth it Mm -hmm. so number 12 is dak prescott at eight dollars he finished seventh last year with 330 fantasy points 4449 yards 37 touchdowns 10 interceptions 146 rushing yards and one rushing touchdown 2022 projection is 319 which would put him at 11th Miranda, at $8, what are you doing here? I don't know if I would pay $8. Um, he, can, he can rush the ball, but his tendency is to you know stay in the pocket. He throws quite often. I don't think they rely on Zeke as much as you'd expect them to, and Pollard has been good in the past game out of the backfield. Um, but I really think I'd be more comfortable closer to $5 for him personally that's fair you know Prescott's not my favorite quarterback I really can't give you a reason why I think it's because our our mothership the guys that pay our bills <laughs> Ryan and Sean um all their cowboy hatred you just listen so, to him hate on the cowboys too many times that huh? I have started um <laughs> hating the cowboys I guess but um you know I still even with Amari Cooper gone I think Prescott throws it enough um he has enough yards enough touchdowns I 
I think I'd pay the eight if I still needed a quarterback. Um, I'd be comfortable paying eight. I guess if you still needed a quarterback. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, if you still, yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to pay something for the quarterback you get. For sure. Um, just some other notable quarterbacks. We're mm-hmm. not gonna spend a lot of time on no. these guys, but. Aaron Rodgers, who finished sixth last year with 336 points, he's projected 316 this year. Um, he's at six dollars. Uh, are you he paying six dollars? Fallen. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm not gonna. I'm not targeting Rodgers this year. Yeah, I just um, I don't know what it's gonna look like without Devonte Adams. It's gonna be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Rodgers came out and said that it's easy to move from one Pro Bowl receiver to the next. Um, insinuating that Alan Lazard is a Pro Bowl receiver with the caliber of Devontae Adams. I'll call bullshit. Um, Rogers just, he talks. He does <laughs> like to talk. He showed up to training camp looking like Nick Cage from Con Air. Um, he's just too much for me. You know, I I, I don't <laughs> okay, like him anyways. This is not hate on the Packers. This is, let, let's, let's All right, we'll keep just it keep going. It moving. I am stopping the, <laughs> I see you, you going down the rabbit hole. I know it. what's happening. Let's just... Pull it back. All right. Well, <laughs> speaking of Devontae Adams, his new quarterback, who he teamed up with in college at Fresno State, Derek Carr, um, he did finish 13th last year, but this year he has Devontae Adams. Right. He's only going for $4. The that... quarterback that led half the season last year, the beginning half, before things kind of fell apart with all their drama, he was the top uh, passer. He mm-hmm. had thrown for the most yards. Now... He has not only Darren Waller, who is an exceptional tight end, but Devontae Adams, and he's $4? Yeah, I think them getting Devontae Adams, like $4 is a steal for him right now. I'm not saying he's, I don't know where he's going to end up, but in rankings. Sure. Um, But $4, yes, he he has some weapons now. I mean, yeah, if it's between $9 for Trey Lance or 4 for Carr, I'm taking Carr. I know he doesn't have the rushing upside of Trey Lance. I get that. But he throws the ball an awful lot. And with talented receivers, um, a talented tight end, I, I think he's going to have a good year. I'm I'm very high on Carr this year, um, much more than all the projections and everything. So $4 easy for me. I guess I'm going to have to bid him up a little bit. <laughs> oh, dick. No. <laughs> so, and then the last one I just want to touch on, um, if you read my, my article – about uh budget players um it was you know i talked about it a little bit last week too i'm doing another shameless plug i guess i wasn't planning on that rabbit hole but you know (laughs) it was based off of if you draft jonathan taylor then what um kirk cousins is projected a dollar now i know what you say it's kirk cousins he can't win in prime time doesn't matter for your fantasy football team um he finished 11th last year but listen to this uh, last year, he got more yards than Aaron Rodgers, only four less touchdowns, and he had more rushing yards. And everybody always goes after Aaron Rodgers in fantasy football. Kirk Cousins is not that much different as far as his, his fantasy output. I don't care about them winning games for their own team. And he's only projected to be a dollar. Um, I think that's a no-brainer. I think you're convincing me. I think for a dollar <laughs> as maybe my backup, I don't. I still would go for some of those top 10 guys we talked sure. about earlier. Yeah, but no, he's a flyer. If for you sure, can but... steal Kirk Cousins at a dollar, you should do it and yeah. get him on your bench. Yeah, he's got Justin Jefferson, top three wide receiver. Mm-hmm. 
He's got Adam Thielen returning from injury. Adam Thielen has had double-digit touchdowns the past two years, and he hasn't played a full season either of those two years. So he's a touchdown machine. Um, he can throw it to Dalvin Cook out of the backfield. They're getting Irv Smith back, even though he's having thumb surgery. I just I see a lot of upside for Kirk Cousins. I think he's going to have a hell of a year. Yeah. So um, we are super excited to open up. Oh, before we open up the mailroom, I, I, I promised the the Discord channel that we would have an announcement on this. Um, we've had a couple questions from people about uh, a listener league, mm-hmm. and we're going to start one. So we are taking two of the spots. Um, we'll go 10 or 12 teams, depending on the interest. But message us if you want to be in the SGPN Fantasy Football Auction Listener League. And, Miranda... Um, the top place will get a bottle of whiskey. We'll say a mid-range bottle. Mid-range. Yeah, Let's not, we're you're not, not getting Ocean's aged. Or Weller 12. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and if you don't like whiskey, we'll, we'll hook you up with some SGPN merch instead. But top place will get, um, one of those two prizes. And, um, and we also, we, we, we want to, once we get enough people signed up, we're going to kind of let you vote on how you want the league to run. Do you want it to be an additional buy-in that pays out? Do you want it to be a super flex? You know, PPR, we're going to kind of go through all that, vote it um, so that it's, you know, how you guys want the league to run too. But message us. Um, we have us too. We have one other person who already asked to be in it. So spots will fill up quickly. So reach out to us. Miranda, anything to add to the victims that you're going to beat? Mm-hmm. I just look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, before we say goodbye today, um, we're going to open up the mail room because we yes. got some mail room we questions. Did. You guys came through for us. Yep. And we can do our mail room that Justin keeps talking about. That's right. We're very excited about it. So the first one, um, it, this one, it's funny because it's from a good friend of ours rather than a random mail room question, but it's still um, a mail room question. question and still just as important from our buddy, Nick fortune. So he said, Miranda, you've drafted your team. You have 15 roster spots filled one to go. Let's say you have $10. Who do you go after? And here were his three questions. Do you spend the money on just a backup or depth, you know, because the top people are probably gone at this point. Do you draft a rookie that isn't a starter now but has the potential or promise? Or do you look at somebody who didn't get drafted because they're on the IR for this year, um, but you can maybe get them at a really low price and with the idea of contracting them next year at a cheap price? That is a very loaded (laughs) question. (laughs) Like that is Okay, so if I have one position left and I have $10, my answer to this, it really depends on the needs of my team. If I feel really good about my team um, and I don't feel like I need more backup depth, I like to take a gamble um, on a rookie sometimes. Uh, Mm -hmm. It can pay off in future, especially because we do dynasty leagues. So you always have to be thinking about the future of your team and um, the IR spot. Like that's, that's interesting because and it's something I've done in the past. Um, sure. I've had a really solid team that I, I felt I had a solid team and I picked up somebody who was on the IR for a dollar who I knew might not come back that year, but the following year I could keep him for a dollar 
and yeah that is something I, I do I, I look at I look and see what top players are on the IR and are they going to come back healthy and be of good value to me in the future um but it really this it really just depends on how my team if my team is feeling really solid and I don't need that backup depth then I will kind of take a gamble think about the future of my team yeah no I agree um that it does kind of depend on your team now if I'm feeling not very confident say in my running backs um I will uh maybe draft a flyer on running back or or let's say a handcuff but as we've discussed in in episode 1 I'm a cheap ass right <laughs> so um I will I will likely go after a rookie that maybe isn't starting this year but next year he will um or is it's expected he will especially like rookie quarterbacks you see that a lot of um, or an IR player. Like I did that with JK Dobbins. Our, our draft happened after he uh, was injured last year. So I went ahead and drafted him for a dollar. And so I have him for a dollar this year, um, cause I contracted him. So yeah, I'll look mainly for those value, either rookie or IR myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the next question is from Reddit. Now, if, if you're on Reddit, please go to our subreddit. We created a subreddit. It's F football auction because I was realizing there's not really a good place to post fantasy football auction questions. There's your dynasty or just your regular fantasy football, but I thought we needed one just for auction and you got to get on there because the conversation is great. We have a lot of back and forths going on. Um, one guy created, uh, sorry, I shouldn't say guy. I don't know, um, their gender. So a person created a, an amazing spreadsheet where you can kind of, uh, mock draft your whole team, or you can keep up with your draft and go ahead and put the draft players in there to see who the next best available player is. So, um, if you're not on there, get on there. But the next question is from one of the Reddit users. So this is from, um, and I'm hope I'm saying this right. Well, duh, doy son. Well underscore duh underscore doy underscore son. They're in a ten team PPR with an additional wide receiver and flex. Two hundred dollar auction, and they can keep three. Now they gave us three wide receiver options. So there's DK Metcalf at nineteen dollars, Mike Williams at eight dollars, Elijah Moore at six, Amon Ross St. Brown at five, and Rashad Bateman at six. Miranda, which of those three do you like? Okay, well let's let's start at the top. Let's start with DK Metcalf for nineteen dollars. Yes, he got his extension, but who is throwing to him? Drew Locke, Geno Smith. <laughs> good question. I mean, Drew Locke went there in the trade in the Russell Wilson trade, but they seem to like Geno Smith. Um, you know, DK Metcalf's a talented wide receiver, but we've seen a lot of talented wide receivers wasted by bad quarterback play. Mm-hmm. So I think. I want to circle back to this one. Let's move on to Mike Williams at $8. Um, You know, he has that high-powered Charger offense. He's a big red zone target. Yeah. What are your thoughts there? I I think Mike Williams at $8 is a steal. I would absolutely put him in the keep. Mm -hmm. Um, Without reading through the rest or thinking of the rest, I would automatically go ahead and put Mike Williams in the keeper. Yeah, I think he's definitely... Great value at that eight dollars. Um, Elijah Moore for six. Um, this one kind of iffy on 
Will he start getting overshadowed by Garrett Wilson? Do you think that could happen? Yeah, I definitely think the the, the Wilson to Wilson connection, Zach Wilson to Garrett Wilson is going to be there. Um, $6 for Elijah Moore. You know, a lot of that goes into how much do you believe in that Jets offense? Mm -hmm. I'm not sold on them yet. I do think Wilson takes a step forward, but $6 is also cheap for a wide receiver who will probably be the wide receiver two on their team. So um, that's a maybe for me. Okay. Then we have... um, Amon Ross St. Brown at $5. Yes. So um, he's a big target for Goff. Um, Yeah, down the stretch of last year, he became a big target for sure. Um, And at $5... He's a young player. I I kind of like that. I, I, like I think that, as much that as I is a like good. Lions I players. think that's a good value keep there. Then we have Rashad Bateman at six. He's supposed to jump into wide receiver one for the Ravens, and that alone for me, being wide receiver one, makes him. I I just I think that that's one I would keep. So I wanted to circle back to DK Metcalf at nineteen because if you can only keep three. I think you could still probably get DK Metcalf for $19 in the auction. If you let him go, you can still get him and maybe you'll get him for cheaper. So I think it's worth keeping some of your great value wide receivers that you got. And then, you know, you already have a good like foundation for your wide receivers. And if you want to in the auction, spend the 19, you have the option, but you don't have to keep him as a keeper because I think he's still going to. Yep. You know, no, I agree with that. that. I would go with Williams, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Rashad Bateman. If you are big on the Jets this year, I would swap Elijah Moore for Amon Ross, St. Brown. But I, I, I just kind of like Amon Ross, St. Brown better. Uh, maybe it's because I like saying he's his a name. Huge, he's a huge target for Goff too. <laughs> yeah. So like he has. I just like saying Amon Ross, St. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. The whiskey's definitely getting to Justin. <laughs> So our next question is from Redwood713, which, first of all, how dare you have that name right now? Um, Just a little side (laughs) note, yesterday, uh, a buddy of mine had asked if I could get a photo hugging at uh, Redwood. So we went to one of the forests. We popped down into California for a little bit, went to a Redwood forest, and and rather than just hug, I decided I had to climb, well... I was going to say climb, but it was, what, two feet up? Yeah. Um, it was a really big redwood. Yeah. So you had to, to be able to, like, to get to it, you did have to kind of go up. Climb up some of the roots or yeah. whatever. <laughs> and um, now I'm sitting here with a very swollen ankle and foot because as I was coming down from it, I thought, all right, that was my last um, spot I needed to step. Now I can just jump down to the flat area. And as I jumped down, it was not a flat area. There was a root there and I rolled my ankle pretty good. All right. You're not getting the full story here. It's not. You were going down it backwards. So you weren't even looking where your feet were going. And yeah, you didn't clear the roots before you went. And I, as you're falling, I'm just like, this is really happening. Like you are falling. Didn't even (laughs) catch me. She just watched me fall. (laughs) Um, Um, So it's not the Redwoods fault. Fair enough. Uh, This is all you. (laughs) But anyways, Redwood713 has a 10-person $300 auction Superflex League. Now, the keepers, this was really interesting to me. The keepers determined based on the average projected market value this year. So, for example, Jonathan Taylor in a $300 league is projected $88. 
here's the twist. The keeper budget is equal to the highest player's projected cost. So that would be Jonathan Taylor at $88. So you can't keep more than $88 of people. His options are Jonathan Taylor at 88 Najee Harris, 56 Derek Carr at 29 Devontae Smith at 3 or Godwin at 8 Um First of all, you had Taylor and Harris. You probably won last year, I would think. I would think That's so. That's a great line. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is really like interesting to me. First of all, I've never been on a super flex league. I've never had a three hundred dollar auction budget. So that just sounds like it just sounds intense, especially with these rules. So okay. Keepers are determined based on Average projected market value. So it doesn't matter what you got them at. So right. that's like a whole different yep. like thing here. So so he if he has Jonathan Taylor at eighty eight, he he if he keeps him, that's all he can keep. That's the only keeper, yep. <clears throat> and and then like he couldn't keep two players that total more than the eighty eight. He'd ha- he has to whatever he keeps has to be eighty eight yeah. or under. Okay. <clears throat> Honestly, I don't think I would keep Jonathan Taylor. Kind of the same logic I applied on the with our last question. If you want him, plan it so that you can draft him again. Don't spend your keeper money on him. Yeah. Like for if, sure. if that's his market value, he's going for eighty eight dollars in a three hundred dollar auction league. Plan on like if you really want him, plan on spending some money for him. I know it might not work out that way, but I wouldn't spend your keeper money on him. I would try to Keep uh, some of those other yeah, players for sure. at that value. I, I'm really high on Najee Harris this year. Mm-hmm. So Harris at 56 and Carr at 29. I was doing the math. That's 85. That's perfect amount okay. to also just slip Throw Devontae, Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. Yeah. And then you got your 88. Um, yep. So you got Harris, Carr, and Smith and in a super flex, flex league having Carr. And then you have Harris, who I think is going to be a top two back. I think it's between him and Taylor. Um, and then Smith with the upside with the Eagles mm-hmm. there. I think that's a good deal. I think that's what I would do. I think you might be onto something there. And like with Godwin at eight, I don't know if I would keep him just because they have so many options. And there's they, a lot of miles to feed there. Yeah. So I don't even know if $8 is a good value in a $300 auction <laughs> league for him, but I don't know. Um, just because of all the other offensive weapons that Tampa has, I don't know if I would yep. keep him. Um, but yeah, I definitely, yeah, I think you keep Najee Harris and Carr and Devontae Smith, and you got your eighty-eight dollars. Then if you, still maybe make a run at Taylor. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. So hopefully that helps Redwood seven one three. The last question for today is from Darth Football. I am your father. Oh no. My God. Oh my God. This is happening. All right. Okay. What's the question? So, so Darth football had three teams that they're um, thinking about building. Okay. So um, this is going to get a little complex, but the quarterbacks for each team is going to be some combination of Hertz, Rogers or Burrow. So let's just not talk about the quarterback right now because that's the same on every team. So team one has running back Christian McCaffrey, which I know both of us are a little iffy on because mm-hmm. of his injury history. He's pretty injury prone. Yeah, for me, and I know I'm probably going to start sounding like a broken record at some point, but 
you have a player that gets injured, comes back, and then gets injured again. To me, they're injury prone, and I try to stay away from them because I just don't feel that they're reliable. Right. But it is Christian McCaffrey, and when he's healthy, he mm-hmm. is talented. Yeah, for sure. And then his wide receivers on team one would be uh, Justin Jefferson, Allen Robinson. Flex would be Michael Pittman, who's a target machine for the Colts. And then his tight ends would be uh, made up of a combo of either Ertz, Komet, Henry, Fryermuth, you know, kind of whoever falls. Mm-hmm. So that's team one. Great wide receiver options. I love yeah. Justin Jefferson, Allen Robinson, Michael Pittman. I love those options there. Moving on to team two, uh, running back would be DeAndre Swift for the Lions, who I also think has a little bit of an injury history yeah, here injury. that scares it's... me. Um, wide receivers would be CeeDee Lamb and the aforementioned Michael Pittman. And his flex in this situation would be Leonard Fournette, who showed up to training camp 40 pounds, too heavy, apparently. Um, so we'll <laughs> see how that does. And then the tight ends, the same of Ertz, Komet, Henry, and Fryermuth. Um, wh- what do you think about this team? I, I'm not a big fan of Swift. I, you know, yeah, Swift see- is another running back that I, I stay away from. Mm-hmm. Um, I just do. Fournette, I mean, he's supposed to lead the team, but they, they have Richard White that might start getting some snaps, especially if Fournette's a little heavy. Um, C.D. Lamb, he leads the Cowboys receivers. Um, and then Michael Pittman I do like, but mm-hmm. um, that team I'm a little out on. I don't, yeah, I don't know if I'm feeling this one. And then team three, lastly, running back ETN, who was injured his rookie season so last year. We never saw him. us Three injury-prone <laughs> running backs to choose from here. <laughs> it seems that way. Um, now, the okay. wide receivers on this one, Stephon Diggs of Buffalo, of course, C.D. Lamb, and then Flex of Pittman, and then his tight end on this one could be Kyle Pitts, which is a top four, top mm-hmm. five tight end. So uh, what do you think of that team? I'm actually – I'm feeling this team. Feeling was, that one? With having Diggs in there – that changes things for me. I was I was thinking maybe team one, but sure. I don't know. I would It's hard to go wrong with Diggs. I mm-hmm. mean, he is just a stud for Buffalo and, and we talked about how good Josh Allen is and Josh Allen is good at finding Stephon Diggs. Personally, I'm going to go with Team One. You're going with Team One. Yep, um, Justin Jefferson, top three wide What's receiver. That Alan Robinson in there is, Alan is this Robinson. a choice because you still have feelings for Robinson <laughs> leaving the Bears? It's a weird thing. Like he, he, after he leaves the Bears, it's like, man, you don't want to see them do good because then the Bears made a dumb decision. But at the same time, Allen Robinson was so good for the Bears for so mm-hmm. long that it's like you want him yeah, to I'm, do well. I'm excited to see what he's going to do there. Yeah. But... So uh, Justin Jefferson, Allen Robinson, Pittman, and let's say. Christian McCaffrey is healthy. Okay, then that would be if if he can. I know you can't bank on you that. You can't bank on it. It's not reliable. That's right. not none of these running backs to me are guaranteed reliable. Yeah, I guess no, no I player is guaranteed. True, but these they have the injury history. Yeah, so it makes me nervous. Bringing back your Darren McFadden days. Oh, I have, <laughs> I have learned my lesson. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm team one. Miranda's team three. Um, Hopefully that helps you out there, Darth Football. Two opinions at least to kind of weigh, and you can just say that you're out on team two because neither one of us like that (laughs) one. (laughs) But by all means, you're welcome to not listen to us as well. That's just our opinion. Um, The questions are great. Keep them coming, everybody, um, on Twitter, on Reddit, on the Discord. You know, just keep the questions coming. 
Um, I think, Miranda, do you have anything else for today? I think it's getting pretty late and we're ready it to is. get back to a vacation, right? Yeah, let's let's get back to it. All this right. It's been fun, though. Yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, of course, I'm Justin. Find me on Twitter at jmarkfootball. Find Miranda at jmarkswifey. My whiskey is just about gone. Going once, going twice. Sold. Old-fashioned football.